Alexa, give me a summary of today's episode titled, Objects May Be Closer Than They Appear. Spencer and Ashley try to escape from their lives. Kyla returns. Chelsea's secret is discovered. Well, let's hit the road. Welcome to another installment of Get Wasted on South of Nowhere. Hey, Nisi. What's good, Nettie? <laughs> a lot is good. We got a lot to talk about today. Um, in addition to the episode, um, we will be talking about objects maybe closer <laughs> than they appear. This long behind title. Actually, there's a lot of long titles. That's the way the world crumbles was a long title. Believe me, I had to type that into the uh, the hosting site when I posted the episode, <laughs> and it almost messed with the freaking formatting. So, wow, this is actually not. I feel like this one's not bad. I thought this was long AF. So this episode was actually pretty good. Yeah, it was good. Um, it wasn't my favorite though, but I have a lot of things to say. It wasn't nah, bad. It wasn't it was my, my favorite. favorite. No, nah, yeah. it wasn't my favorite. We'll talk about what my favorite is when we get to that point. Because <laughs> <laughs> we haven't gotten there yet. But um, yeah, it was definitely had. It had moments. It definitely had moments that I was like, "Oh, that's interesting. Oh, wow, mm-hmm. that's that's interesting." So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about the webisode roadside attraction, which <laughs> is a, uh, I guess, a deleted scene you could say from the episode. And it was so funny. It was pretty funny. <laughs> and so um also want to let everybody know what's up. Uh Mr. Matt Cohen followed us on Twitter. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what an honor. I died and came back. <laughs> she really um, did. I texted her. <laughs> and she I texted her and she reacted so hard. Oh my gosh, she was she was really geeking. She was geeking oh harder than I was. Oh my god, dude. Now we just need the trifecta. We need Gabby and Mandy to come on through. Oh my gosh. He probably he probably told them about it and they'll do it soon. OMG, that would be so lit. I think the next natural step would be Mandy. Hopefully yeah. he tells Mandy about it. Um and then she will tell Gabby to the podcast. Who knows? <laughs> but uh all I wanna know, Matt, if you're listening, I don't know why you'd start here, but who knows? You know the show. Thank you for taking time out of your life to follow us. Oh yeah, that's one thing. <laughs> Thank you so much. But um also where can I watch Mama Bear, though? <laughs> like, you can send me a copy, or... Does anybody out there know where I can watch Mama Bear? <laughs> Who to plug? Email, Twitter, or DM us. Yeah, like, send me, send me a copy. I just want to see... I just want to see it. It's like... I can't make it to these screenings that aren't in my city. Or come to New York and do a screening so I can head up over there and... I just want to see it. <laughs> And we also have some fan mailbag. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Also, let me not go there yet. Um, This is in addition to the uh, alumni news that I did not even, you know, 
I didn't introduce, but mm-hmm. Matt Cohen will also be directing an episode of Supernatural this upcoming season. So get excited for that, you Supernatural yes. fans, you crossover fans. Um, mm-hmm. I have honestly never seen an episode of Supernatural, but I respect I respect uh, his involvement. I, I'm not into supernatural things. It's just not Same my Same Z's. My I mean, bag. I like supernatural things, but I don't watch that show. But yes. No, I don't do watch show, that, but, you know, I love like, you know, Beyond Belief Factor Fiction. Or, oh, like, yeah, yeah. Same. I used to watch A Haunting. Yeah, you did. That yeah. show's so scary, bro. <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't want, I don't know. I don't believe in that stuff. So it's like hard for me to get into it. You're weird because I believe in that stuff. Like, why are people- so <laughs> odd? <laughs> That's a whole other podcast because don't even that's get me started. That's a whole another podcast. <laughs> don't even get me started, started nowhere. Y'all. That's what I know about, and that's what I'm sticking to. Yep. Um, but yes, we got some fan mail bag, and uh, oh, it's just such a blessing to hear people are loving the show and they're sending me quotes that we've said on the show. <laughs> they send them in our DMs. <laughs> yes, um, it's really cute. Thank you guys for that, and I love your messages. Keep sending them. Um, we got this beautiful, beautiful message from uh, Instagram in our DMs from screen name White Alana. And I'm just going to read it right now because, yeah, I don't want to cry. Um, <laughs> it says, hey, y'all, I just wanted to take a minute to thank you for this podcast. I just binged all of the episodes these past few days at work, and they really make my day so much better. It feels like I'm watching the show all over again, and the memories have been so great to relive. I was 12 when this show first aired, and as a closeted kid in rural town, Illinois, I had no one to talk about this show. I remember sitting in my room a few inches from the TV with the sound low because I didn't want anyone knowing what I was watching. The internet wasn't big back then, and by the time it was, this show was long over, so I didn't have that opportunity to gush about my favorite couple with other like-minded people. Listening to your podcast makes me feel like I've got those friends now. Making fun of Madison's extraness, hating Mm -hmm. on Paula, and everything in between. Thank you so much for doing this podcast and reminding me of my love for this show. I can't wait for more. Hope y'all have a great rest of the week. Aw, thanks for sharing. That's so nice. It's so crazy, like... Thinking about doing this podcast and how I got started and how I got the idea, like, it it just came so far. Like, <laughs> I didn't think we'd have barely any listeners. Like, I didn't know how it would turn out or people would be feeling it. But it really helps us keep going to know that people love the show and that it's been a great ride. I honestly am, like, sitting here, what is it, midway through the second season? And... I'm like, dang, what are we going to do when it's over? Like, I'm already looking mm-hmm. like, dang, I'm going to have to have some kind of therapy or something oh once this is over to, like, pick myself back up off the ground. But we'll, once this is over, once we've done all the episodes, we're going to keep it's going to still be available to anybody that um, hits up the show later or whatever. But yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, we'll have it up. Thank you to all the new listeners. We appreciate you. Welcome. And Welcome. Yeah, it's great to, to to talk to you guys about this stuff and hear your opinions on the characters and how we present the shows. So thanks again. So a cool thing that happened to me. I'm sorry, Nisa, I'm taking it over. Um, <laughs> it's all good. You say what you need to say. So today here in New York City, I <laughs> was an extra 
on Law and Order SVU. Her favorite show. She's geeking so hard right now. Well, I mean, you know, besides South of Nowhere, but I can't be an extra on the South of Nowhere. So here we go. <laughs> True um, that. I was in a scene with uh, Marishka Hargitay. And she, well, she was like, I was the background for her. Like, I was a part of the background for her. And it was, it was a great time. Shout out to that show and the the crew and everything. And Mariska, she really takes this seriously, as I hope she does, because I I wouldn't want her to half-ass anything on this show. But just watching her work and be serious, like, she really thinks she's Olivia Benson. She really (laughs) thinks that um so yeah that was a that was a good time i can't wait to do more stuff with svu anything for you nisi what do you got to say um nothing much just out here living life man trying to get this money trying to i'm actually on summer break right now for like three weeks until august 19th or 20 something but yeah just out here working chilling what's going on basketball um, nothing really. Basketball's over. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. What's going on with football? They're in training camp, you know, getting their workouts and their plays and stuff. Um, I my favorite right now is Cam Newton because he's so sweet and he's a beautiful man. But um, that's it. Not his yeah. playing ability. Not the fact that he can throw. <laughs> nothing else. Just I mean, yeah, he's a really good quarterback too. Like, so if he was he, ugly he just tomorrow, injured... if tomorrow he became ugly, you wouldn't be a Who? fan, even though he can throw really well. Um. I probably would because Cam Newton is actually a really sweet person. So, yeah. You've met him? No. I mean, whenever he scores a touchdown, he gives the ball to a kid and he takes off his wristband or his headband and gives it to a kid, too. Like, Oh, they all do so that. Sweet. Just, it's all for looks of the cameras. Nah, I have yeah. not seen any other football player. <laughs> I've seen I only see Cam Newton. Well, to I've me, seen, <laughs> Cam Newton I've is seen, the only one. I've seen college and pros do that. Oh, I don't care about college like that. But it still happens, so it's for, it's well, for the cameras. <laughs> no. I'm just saying. He really saying, means that. Until you meet Cam. Nah. I'm <laughs> pretty like sure Cam really trick. means that. Nah. Mm-mm. Um, I don't believe what you're but saying. But anyway, our, our listeners, do you care about this, listeners? They do not. <laughs> they do not care. They just want to hear us talk about the episode. Maybe maybe they do, but this isn't a, this is not a football podcast. We just talk about our, you know, our side loves besides the show, so you can get to know us a little bit. Yeah. Um, but how about we get into this episode now this episode shows the return of chelsea and kyla last episode we had no chelsea no kyla oh yeah and i didn't even (laughs) notice that until i watched this episode and i'm like oh yeah i remember them (laughs) (laughs) dang so um dang i never came up with the sound effect for chelsea i told you we should have done the girlfriend song I don't know. It didn't hit me. It didn't strike my heart. I don't know. It That's didn't. what I feel whenever whenever we say Chelsea. It's sad right with me. Yeah, but I'm the one that's editing this and producing <laughs> all this. So Okay. Yeah. Well, we have yeah, no yeah. sound for Chelsea. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. If it comes to us, it might come to me in a dream. <laughs> so we'll figure it out. Um, well, let's get into this episode. Objects may be closer than they appear. Cool. You want to start it? so they are riding out together they're on the road and ashley asks spencer if she's okay you know since her parents just found out she's gay and ashley says that you know she has to go back sooner or later and spencer has a map and she tosses it out and she's like we're going anywhere that's quick um (laughs) (laughs) 
So we start out with some pretty dope music. Uh, it's like a Latin jazz kind of feel to it. It makes me think of like Rob Thomas and uh, Santana, Smooth. You listen to Rob Thomas? Girl. The guy that sings Someday and Her Diamonds? The lead singer of Matchbox 20? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. No, I don't really listen to him. He had a song like a decade or 20 years ago called Smooth. And he had another one called Disease. That's a good one. I was going to say, I made you download like one of his songs for me back in the day. And you were mad because you didn't like the song, but you had to download it for me. And it was a Rob Thomas song. And you were like... The song, the song it's not probably. Rob Thomas. I mean, Rob Thomas makes songs that are bad. He makes some songs that are good. I don't listen to the good ones. That's all. Meh. Anywho. So, <laughs> they're driving down the road. Spencer just wakes up, and she says she had the worst dream. And Ashley's like, what? That you went all Thelma and Louise on your family? Because they, they found out their daughter was gay. And mm-hmm. Spencer's like, yeah, like that would ever happen. Um, by the way, they're on a road all by themselves. How lucky are they? <laughs> wow. That's because, uh, I guess. Yeah, wow. they don't have to deal with other cars or people. So Yeah, I never get that. How lucky. Me either. I live in freaking Miami. <laughs> LOL, how lucky. <laughs> oh, yeah. Spencer's like, oh, you know, they can't keep us apart. It's just wrong. And Ash is like, yeah, it is wrong, but we got to go home sooner or later. Spencer's like, I vote for later. Mm-hmm. And then Spencer takes out the paper map, closes it, and throws it out the car. <laughs> Bruh, I would have been like, you know what? I'm turning around. I'm getting the map. I'm not going to be lost with you. <laughs> you know, now we're lost, if Spencer. You, Ashley, you don't want to be lost. It, I should want to be lost with Spencer. We don't got to go home, but I don't want to be lost. <laughs> I would have threw, I, I probably would have threw her out the car. You doing stuff like throwing maps out the window. Like, well, Dead. We're going to get stranded out in the heat somewhere. <laughs> but Spencer's like, we can go anywhere. And that's anywhere. the end of that scene. It's so cute. It is. I, I totally get the whole like high school being like by yourself with your significant other and not having to answer to anyone. That's a good time, man. That's a good time. Mm-hmm. After the credits, we're at the Carlin home and Paul's freaking out because Spencer's not answering her phone. Like, yeah. duh. And she's like, I'm going to call the police to put out an Amber Alert. And I'm like, LMAO, they're not going to put out no Amber Alert yet. Not for no runaway teen. She hasn't been kidnapped. Yeah, like it hasn't even been 24 hours. Like, that's what well, I'm saying. That's one thing. But I'm just saying, like, our Amber Alerts for kidnapped kids. Oh, yeah. I thought so. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. But then uh, Arthur says that Ashley's mom says that Ashley always runs away and always comes back, which is a little mm-hmm. consolation for Paula. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, Paul's like, you know, forgive me for not following that woman's lead. Yeah. But Arthur says that Spencer's reacting to a traumatic event. Mm -hmm. She's acting out. And Paul says, are you blaming me? Yep, yep. Yeah, Paula, we're blaming you. Yeah. And he even said, he even said, like, you did everything but kick her out the door. Like, for real. And she looked crunchy after he said that. Because she knows. Yeah. She knows good and well. She do. And then Arthur was all like, okay, here's your lunch. Just go to work. You'll feel better Like if you go to work instead of stay here. And I'm like, yeah, take your ASS to work, Paula. But Arthur's a great husband, though. He was like, don't worry. I'm going to handle it. You yeah. go off to work. The first thing I hear, I'll let you know. 
And I'm like, dang, you still being nice to this hoe, Arthur. <laughs> right? Really? After everything, you still got it in your he's heart. He's such a good man. Like, Paula does not deserve him. Like, he's so sweet, and he's chill. And he even put up with her when she was out there cheating with Salty Dr. Ben mm-hmm. and being terrible to her daughter and her daughter's friend. She's a terrible person. I don't know if she's a terrible... Well, she did cheat. She did. I don't know. I just feel like... yeah. If she hasn't murdered anybody and she hasn't robbed a bank or anything, I just feel like there's good somewhere in her heart. She hasn't murdered her kids. <laughs> she hasn't murdered her husband. I just like to believe that there's some good in her heart. I just have to believe that. Oh, my gosh. We cut back to Spashley on the road, and Spencer's so excited to be away from the world. Just mm-hmm. her, Ashley, and the donuts. Yeah, they have so much junk food on that <laughs> dashboard, bro. Uh, I love that. She's donut wasted. She has, like, four <laughs> yeah. donuts. Oh, they're so cute. Um, next, Aiden is a. He's a. <laughs> Aiden is at school and he's reading Sports Limited magazine. Ooh. I guess it only gives you a limited amount of sports. <laughs> it gives you the sports, only a few of them. Limited oh my amount. gosh. Kyla comes up and is like, hey, did you forget to pick me up from the airport last night? Right. Got this girl stranded at LAX. <laughs> She could have called Uber. I don't think that oh, was wait, Uber. Did Uber didn't even. Nah. She could have called a taxi cab. He's like, nope. And Kyla's like, well, I left work with your mom. You didn't answer any of my messages while I was gone. Mm-hmm. Did you lose your cell phone or something? And he's like, maybe you should get a ride from your boyfriend. Yep. She's like, that's what I thought I was doing. He's like, no, I mean your boyfriend back home. But I guess the commute from Baltimore would be a real bitch. But that wouldn't be the only one. Wow. I was like, and then the look on Kyla's face, she's like, <laughs> oh my God, she doesn't know what's going on. And I guess yeah. I'd be the same way if I was her in her shoes. I don't know what happened while I was gone. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Kyla looks like she doesn't know what to do with herself. She looks mad confused. Um, Eileen Boylan's pretty good at acting. I love her faces. She's really good at the <clears throat> surprised what the fuck faces. Love it. So the girls stop at a motel. Okay, so Spencer thinks she's going to use her credit card at the, the motel that they pull up at. And um, Ashley's like, oh, like, yeah, like that's going to tell us exactly where we are and your mom's going to come get us. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that ain't it. So then Ashley gets this really like smart idea. Like She sees someone walking out of their motel room. I guess they're checking out. And she throws her jacket, and it stops the door. And they run inside. So they snuck into this hotel room. And she, they're both geeking so hard because it's, it's actually like, kind of nice. They have like, a bunch of like candy and stuff. And, yeah. Yeah, but it's like they're not even being discreet. Like, they're like, as soon as they get in, first a lady comes out. She's cleaning the room. Ashley throws her jacket in the door to jam it so that they can um, get in. And they go in. They're all loud and squealing and stuff. I'd be like, yo, let's be quiet, you know? Don't you're so naughty. All right, let's see. We have some nice brand name cheese curls. Like, they're just yelling. They're not being discreet. Let's just make a lot of noise so they know that we're here. What do you think about that? Um, I didn't think about that when I was watching it, actually. Like, yeah. I was just like, oh, they're, they're here. They're geeking. They're doing And them. they're staying there too long. Girl taking showers and stuff. Well, I mean, she was probably dirty. No, I get it. But it's just, I don't know. I feel like they were hanging out there like they were way too comfortable. Somebody could have walked back in. They're not done cleaning. Um... 
they could have had somebody coming in for a reservation not too long after they cleaned it. And yeah, then there's, you know, that. Ashley in her, her robe. Two little girls and Spencer up in there. on the bed. Like, I mean, somebody walking in on them doing it, whatever. <laughs> Just like Paula did. Oh, my gosh. Um, but that was the one thing I kept thinking the whole time. Like, they're like squealing and being loud and all this stuff. And they could get caught within <laughs> minutes. But maybe that's just me so yeah ashley like later on i guess like ashley comes out the shower and they're talking and she reminds spencer that they got to keep moving like they can't stay there and then um ashley calls aiden on the hotel telephone it's a motel Um, motel hotel motel the motel telephone yeah it ain't high school it ain't upscale it looks kind of nice nah that don't look dirty (laughs) (laughs) and so aiden gets the phone call they talk on the phone and then he he ignores a call from kyla and so then i guess they talk for a little bit and then it cuts back to them driving and they run to a tumbleweed or something and then they first off so yeah they um they're hanging out in the hotel and they decide they got to call aiden to let him know that they're they're safe and when they talk to Aiden, Aiden says, you know, the Carlins are really worried about you. I'm like, who? Arthur? Arthur Carlin is worried. He said the Carlins. <laughs> he said yeah. the Carlins, plural. I'm like, who? Maybe he meant Glenn because Glenn's worried about uh, Spencer. Nah, and he nah. just put Glenn in there. No, no. You're right. Glenn is worried about Spencer. Paula is worried about Spencer. Arthur's oh, yeah, probably yeah. worried about both of them. But which car? Only one Carlin I can think of is worried about <laughs> Ashley, and that's Arthur. So yeah, what is Aiden talking about? Yeah, oh, yeah. Whatever. So then, uh, yeah, Kyla calls him while he's on the phone with Ashley. Aiden has the Starlight Motel logged into his phone already when they call. How do you know? I don't. I don't know. I think that was just the phone itself. No, like yeah, you know, good and well, phones don't do that. They don't tell um, you. I mean, they, it, w- it would have been a random number. It would have came up just as a number. It wouldn't have said Starlight Motel. Um, you got to put okay, that in the phone. I guess. You know that. <laughs> if I, I mean, called you from a hotel right now, your phone would just have a number there. Yeah. It would not say Millennium Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so yeah, she lets him know that they're, that they're safe and everything like that. He ends the conversation with, well, don't do anything I wouldn't do. And then Ashley looks over at Spencer and says, I already have. Twice. <laughs> I think that's a sex joke about Spencer. I, yeah, I thought so too. Okay, because I'm like, <laughs> am I tripping? <laughs> I be slow sometimes. I be mad slow. OMG. By the way, Kyla's number, of course, is a 504 number when it's displayed in Aiden's phone. I just want to let you guys know that Rick, <laughs> Kyla, and Ashley are possibly on the same family phone plan. <laughs> on the family plan. That's funny. Um, the only one that had the right number was the DeGayer from last episode. Yep, yep. That's so far. I think that's the only number I've seen that's been the right area code for the, the location <laughs> that they're in. Um, next, we see the girls back on the road, and they're super excited. Yeah. Uh, Ashley's like, we got a full tank of gas and nothing to stop us. 
And then that's when this tumbleweed made out of steel pops up <laughs> out of nowhere. Steel. This tumbleweed hunted them down. This yes. tumbleweed came after them <laughs> and totally blew their tire. This tumbleweed was out for blood. Yeah. What were they doing? I just want to know what this tumbleweed was made out of because I don't know. Maybe I maybe I saw the scene wrong and they just tried to avoid the tumbleweed and then their tire blew that way. But it appears that they hit a tumbleweed made of Mm -hmm. TNT explosives. (laughs) I don't know. Because it damaged their car so hard. Yeah, I've never seen a tumbleweed do that much damage. But um, alrighty then. And so what's what happens is we hear them scream we hear the skirt and like a crashing noise mm-hmm. and then what's really cool is this misdirect that they do where they they go a hard cut to the hospital with paula mm-hmm. and they're wheeling in a victim and one of the doctors is like she came in she was unconscious and then you see paula's face and she's like oh my god yep so yep. If you haven't seen this before, you think that it's one of the girls. Mm-hmm. But it's not. It's such a cool misdirect because if I was watching it for the first time, I'd be like, they're hurt. But <laughs> yeah, we're not going to go into who's on the gurney or who's on the That's kind of like what they did in that one episode when Sean and Clay went yep. to the hood. They did that with Sean and Clay as well. Yeah. There's another parallel thing later on that I thought was kind of like a parallel. Okay, well, remember to mention that later. Yeah. Um, What do you got next? Okay, it's Clay and Sean. Clay is freaking out because he can't find Chelsea and that he doesn't know how to talk to her. Clay can't find Chelsea anywhere. He's been looking for her all day. And he asks Sean if he's seen her. And he's like, I can't say that I have. And so he's like, I really need to talk to her. I haven't been able to find the words and everything is so messed up. <laughs> yeah, that's how Clay What if sound. she went to the clinic and she, and she, and she was like, look, she wouldn't do that without talking to you first. And he's like, I just feel like I don't have the words to, the, I can't find the words to say to her what I really want to say. And then Sean's like, All right, question, do you feel any different about her now than you did before you found no. her? No, I love her. Nothing can change that. Sounds like you found the words. Clay is so sweet. They have a good he little bromance so going on. Sweet. <laughs> I like their bromance. Yeah. So Aiden is at the gym and he is laying into this punching bag. I tell you what. He is he looks angry. <laughs> He's punching this punching bag like I don't even know. You don't ever see him look this upset. <laughs> um so he is making this punching bag his bitch and <laughs> he he's really either did. working toward the heavyweight title or he's just thinking about Kyla and how much he hates her. Yeah. So you see in the background as he's punching, you see uh, Glenn and Arthur show up to the gym. And Arthur looks kind of mad because, you know, Spencer won't answer her phone. Glenn's like, yeah, you know, you guys never know where we are anyway. We When you guys go to sleep, we sneak out. Oh, all the... <laughs> and Arthur looks at him like, yeah? He's like, well, not me. Not me. And then wow. Arthur's like... So in this situation, Arthur's like the ringleader. He's the strong man. And Glenn is like the, the nerdy sidekick, the little brother type. <laughs> he is so, the sidekick. Uh, Arthur's like, you know, I'm going to talk to Aiden. And Glenn's like, you know what? Don't even bother with Aiden. 
and Arthur looks at him and he goes, hold my father the year award. <laughs> it's about to go down. So yep. then he goes over to Aiden <laughs> and he scares the crap out of Aiden. I was like, dang, Arthur, he's scaring me. I've never seen him look sound so- authoritative. Oh, yeah, he sure did. He's like, hey, have you seen uh, Ashley and Spencer? And Aiden's like, no. So Arthur's like, listen, I know you're trying to be a good friend by not saying anything. But a better friend would want to make sure they're safe. They're safe. You better hope so. Because if anything happens to my little girl, it's on you. I have a special set of skills. (laughs) He didn't say all that. Arthur said, I'm coming for your head. He's like, I'm coming for your nads, bruh. (laughs) If anything happens to my girl, my little girl. He said, I will put you on your neck, boy. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh... Aiden just turns around and he's like, okay. He doesn't say anything. He just turns around. He still doesn't say where the girls are. He must not be that scared. Because he right, turns around. Arthur ar- did well, I know that bad. Now, Arthur knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing, though. Maybe Arthur was just trying to pretend like he didn't care that much, but he really did so that he could, um, <laughs> so that Aiden wouldn't be on his back. So Arthur mm-hmm. is a G so much so that he turns around. And swipes Aiden's phone. I can't believe he did that. He stole a kid's phone. Yo, he's smooth, (laughs) though. Shut up. He did it like it was his phone. (laughs) And so um, he goes over to Glenn. And he's like, and Glenn's like, didn't talk, did he? And Arthur's like, he didn't have to. Shows him the phone. And then what does he do? Oh, my gosh. Oh, he he calls back the Starlight Motel. I guess he star 69's it. Or he could have just called. Oh, he could have just went in the recent messages. Recent yeah. calls. Yeah. My yeah. bad. I forgot Starlight is actually listed in the <laughs> in the phone. Like it was yeah. put there on purpose. Um, so yeah, he calls. He asks for the location of the Starlight Motel. And then he's off. And then Glenn's like, don't worry about Aiden. I'll keep him busy. Busy from what? What is he going to do? Go see the girls? <laughs> like... I don't know. Like, go find them. Like, what? Why was he going to keep him busy? Do you get that? I don't know. No. So he doesn't check his phone? So, let me see what's next. Oh, Chelsea is in the hospital. She was in a car accident, and Paula called Clay. Yes, we see her in the background, and we see... um, So we find out the accident was actually Chelsea. She got in a car accident, and... um, Paula calls Clay, lets him know that she is in the hospital. She is unharmed, but, you know, she's in the hospital. She would love to see see Clay. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then Paula's like, make sure you drive safe. We don't need both of you to be hurt. You know, if she was actually a, fixed a few things about her personality, she'd be <laughs> a great mom. Right? <laughs> like, it, it just, ugh, just shows, this shows me, this episode shows me. That if it wasn't for some of the miseducation in her life, she would actually be a great mom. <laughs> what are the odds, though, that Chelsea would get in a car accident and Paula would be the doctor that deals with her situation? Like, do you think it was on purpose? Like, they sent her to Paula because of their history or was it just coincidence? I don't know. Because when um, Sean and Clay were in the hospital, she got to take care of them, right? 
That's different. That's her son. And they weren't in they weren't in the hospital. It was um the guy had his ID. So they saw it was Clay oh, yeah, Carlin. Right. It's not Chelsea Carlin. Like it's not like, oh, another Carlin, let's give you to her. You know? How would the other doctors know that Chelsea is Clay's girlfriend? Hmm. Yeah, you're right. She's fine, but she's resting. Um at this time, Spashley is on the side of the road. They blew their tire out and they're trying to flag down cars because they need help. But apparently nobody's stopping for two hot girls. Yeah, right? And I'm like, <laughs> why wouldn't you stop for Ashley? I mean, Spencer's cute yeah, too. Yeah, they're both hot. But Ashley? <laughs> I think in real life though, people would stop. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they would. Like, what <laughs> they would ashley says why isn't anyone stopping for two hot girls spencer's like they're probably not stopping because they think we're the decoys for some inbred cult with some guy with a chainsaw or something like that spencer's yeah, starting right. to lose her way spencer's starting to nah, be a little over it she says ashley you know there's no uh, spare tire in the back here and she's like yeah i took it out for beach equipment <laughs> And they're like, well, best if we start walking. There's a diner. I saw a diner down the street, and um, we might be able to walk there. So then they walk to the diner where they think they saw the diner. They're going to go there to try to get help with a tire, even though they don't even have a spare. So I don't even know what's going on. They're better off calling AAA. (laughs) Yeah. What's next? Next, I have the hospital where Paula is looking at Chelsea's records. And I think... She says mostly everything is fine, and then she gets to like the end of the the page, and she's like, "Oh, by the way, she's pregnant." Yeah, what a way for your boyfriend's mom to find out that awkward that you're pregnant, or what a way for your mom to find out that you got a girl pregnant because she's the doctor at the local hospital. Like that's (laughs) such a crazy like everything fell into place moment. It's not even like she found like a pregnancy test in the trash can. Like yeah. it's no because she's a or doctor. She read at the your text messages or something like that. Yeah. It's just it's happenstance. Like everything just fell into place to where that would happen that way. Back to Ashley and Spencer walking down the road. Ash is like, I just want to get out, get the tire fixed, so we can get back on the road. And Spencer says, Yeah. Then what? We don't even know where we're yeah. going. She is starting to get annoyed. And Ash says, Ash says, uh, Spencer. You regret coming with me, don't you? Spencer says, no, I don't regret coming with you. It's just, I wish that we were running to something instead of running away from something. Yeah. Then Ashley says, you know, there's a stereophonic song that says, you have to leave to come back. (laughs) And then Spencer says, what do the stereophonics say about fixing a tire? And they have a laugh. Oh my God, this next scene with Chelsea in the hospital waking up and seeing paula there that's the last thing i want to see when i wake up in the hospital Uh. (laughs) god but next we're back in the hospital with chelsea (laughs) (laughs) no i would have been like if i was chelsea i would have woke up and like oh my god i'm having a nightmare oh my god (laughs) like you're in the hospital no 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 no. that's not the nightmare the nightmare is you being here stop it omg (laughs) and so (laughs) paula's there and She's like, Mrs. Carlin. <laughs> Stop. You stupid. Hi, Mrs. Mrs. Carlin. 
<laughs> you sound like a scary movie. She's just weak right now. She just woke up. She wonders yeah. what she's doing there, and Paula gives her the rundown of what happened. Her car yeah. crashed. Well, she passed out of the wheel, and she got, um, she drove her car into a pole. Mm-hmm. Well, she didn't drive it once she's passed out. It's, it's, it's up to God at that point. Oh, I wonder why she passed out. That's so something that's probably scary. with the baby. Something with the baby, probably. Oh my gosh! Um, Paula says she only came out with a few cuts and bruises, and the baby's doing fine as well. Yep, the baby is doing <laughs> fine, which means I know that you're pregnant. Yep, because I'm a doctor. You're right. I checked your blood work, <laughs> and Chelsea's like she makes the oh shit face. And Chelsea's like, this isn't me. This is Carlin or Dr. Carlin. She's just, you know, feels trapped. Paul says, I know how you feel. How does she know how she feels, Nisi? Um, Yes, because I have some things to say. But first of all, she knows how she feels because uh, she tells a story about how she got pregnant with, uh, with Glenn before they got married with Arthur. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, she knows how she feels. And she was just being really, like, nice and supportive. And I have that she didn't even, like, react terribly to Chelsea being pregnant by her son. But she sure enough reacted to Spencer being gay. Like, I think because with the with the baby, it's only half of her responsibility. It's actually not even half of her responsibility. It's about a third of her responsibility because half of the baby is attributed to Chelsea. It's not... It's not yeah. directly, this child ain't hers. So she's almost like, I don't care. I mean, she does care, but it's not her baby. Well, I'm saying like the situation, like her daughter being gay, like isn't even that bad. But like she found out that Chelsea is pregnant. Like now she has to think, dang, like my son really ha- went out there and had unprotected sex and got like this girl pregnant. Like, dang. I guess. You know? I don't know. I just feel like it's not like in her world. Our pregnancy, she's dealt with it herself, so she knows more what that, what that's about, and she got through it, so she figures that he can get through it too. Dang. Whereas right. the whole thing with Spencer, she's never been through that. She has no, she has no mark of how to deal with something like that because it's never come up in her life. Whereas this pregnancy thing, she's dealt with it herself, so she can kind of like, kind of guide without telling them exactly what to do. So that's how I feel that she dealt with something like this yep or why she's not as upset but chelsea jumps on it when she tells her the story she's like well then what should i do because <laughs> you know you've been through this you'd be the best person to ask right and then paul's like i don't know <laughs> i don't know hey my baby she said she's <laughs> paul said it'd be like that <laughs> you know it'd be like that sometimes so anyway i'll she come said, back with you with I'll come back when you wake up. <laughs> um, um, actually, she says... Yeah, go ahead. She says... Um, she starts telling her business about how she was pregnant and stuff. And then she says that she has to make the decision for herself, only her, and that not even Clay can decide. So Chelsea has to decide all by herself. Paula says the mother in her... The mother in her says one thing, the doctor in her says another, and the grandmother in her definitely has an opinion. <laughs> But, um, yeah, only Chelsea can make this decision because she's the one that's delivering this baby. So she's the yeah. only one that can really seriously know what to do. Mm-hmm. Once again, Paula's showing that she can be a great mom if she would just have a little more education in her life. 
Yeah. She went to all these years of medical school, but still has no education. <laughs> all these years of education and you still stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we see the girls finally made it to this diner. Yeah, it's nighttime and it looks sketchy and junk. This diner is dirty and cold and, and, and it's closed. closed. Yeah. So they can't even do anything. They can't even go inside <laughs> and chill and wait for anybody. Yeah. Um, they just have to um, sit on the stoop. That's what uh, Spencer just kind of shakes her head and sits on the stoop. Yep. And she looks very, very much over it, way more over it than Ashley. Mm-hmm. So what do you have next? So what I have is um, Glenn and Aiden in the gym, and Glenn is about to do some some bench presses. And I said that Glenn should have been working out instead of taking drugs. Like that should have that could have been so much better for him and for his body. We all know that. We all know that some people just fall into drugs. They don't plan it. He didn't plan <laughs> to get in the drugs. It just I know happened. But yeah. Um, and then Kyla shows up, and Aiden is still salty about the Rick thing. And Kyla is like, well, you should have asked me about it instead of talking to Madison and, like, hearing her words. And Aiden is like, well, would you have told me if I asked you about it? And then she starts telling all her business about how she used to, like, ha- sleep around, have all these boyfriends and stuff. And now she just wants a clean slate at this new school in this new place. And Aiden is all like, well, I want to start over now. And Kyla's like, well, I already went to Baltimore and told um, Rick that it's over between us. And Aiden's just like, well, we can start over a clean slate now. And then Kyla is sad. Yeah, I think that Aiden wants to start over because when someone lies to you, you can't just be like, okay. (laughs) Especially when they have a whole nother boyfriend in another state. Like, yeah. I mean, you can't just be like, oh, we'll just pick it up from here like nothing ever happened. You really got to take your time with it because if you if you don't take it seriously, then they'll just lie all the time because they know they can get away with it. Yeah, Kyla should have just like sent him a... I know text message is like kind of sad, but like she could have sent him a text message, Rick, and been like, hey, we need to break up. So, yeah. yeah. Her leaving and going to Baltimore, and not only that, why... See what happens when you tell Madison your secrets? You see <laughs> right? what happens. It costs you one of the hottest guy is if not the hottest guy in school, right? Because you was the also fuck guy shit. in school. Yeah, telling Madison all your business. Mm-hmm. But I, business. I like the part where um, where Aiden is spotting Glenn and Kyla comes up and he totally forgets that he's spotting Glenn mm-hmm. and he walks away. <laughs> ah, it's funny. Glenn deserves that because he's so crappy. <laughs> and then I like when Aiden's like, I can't believe I bought into all your stuff, the dancing, the Shakespeare. And then Glenn overhears it. He starts laughing. And he's like, you're such a chick. And then Aiden's like, uh, yeah, chick that'll whoop your ass. Shut up. <laughs> They're funny. They're funny. Oh my gosh. But yeah, they decide to uh, start super, super fresh. Yep. So then we flash back to the hospital with Paula and Chelsea. Paula says, I called your parents. And they're flying back from God knows where. I don't know where they are, but they're flying back. <laughs> Looks like Chelsea ruined a trip for her parents, just like Glenn did. Dang. Dang. Why are these parents never around? Yeah, why are they out leaving their kids home? Yeah, I don't get why that's a <laughs> thing. Like, That's what happens when you leave. Your child's in a car accident or your child gets in jail. That's what happens. That's so why don't you leave be your home. children. Yeah. Or put a babysitter in charge. Or have someone, ch- like, come check on them, like... 
Yeah. Just... Back in the day when um, my best friend's mom would go out of town for military stuff, like she would have like the cousin come over and check on us. She would have the uncle come over and check on us. Like, like they wouldn't stay there. They would just come peep in and make sure we're okay and then leave. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you don't want any, any you know, emergencies or anybody dying. Yeah. But, yeah, Chelsea's parents are flying back. Paul did not tell them about the baby because, you know, that's all Chelsea's doing. That's not Paula's business. Now, Paula, thank you for minding <laughs> your business. You need to learn to mind your business in other aspects. Yeah, right? If you can, so mind, you can your mind your business, business here. here. <laughs> if you can mind your business here, you can mind your business anywhere. Yeah. It's like New York. If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. <laughs> so what do we have next? Oh, okay, yes. So the girls are still at the diner, and they find out that there is a crackhead on the loose. So... <laughs> <laughs> why they gotta be a crackhead though he was if they're on a wanted poster they're a crackhead i thought so, that was a missing person bruh was it i thought it was saying I thought that it, was that a, he was, it was a missing person named stacy what the person's name was stacy because then the person pulls up in the no thing. that's not the same person that's not the same okay. guy they were looking at a. they were looking at a thing that said missing person i believe Hmm. and um the, it was a woman on the thing and then the guy shows up randomly and says hey he's the crackhead well i don't know if he's a crackhead he he just seems like he likes little girls that's what no, it more that's seemed. a crackhead nah he wasn't scratching or, or licking his lips or his <laughs> teeth or anything so i can't say that he was a crackhead but he did look like a sexual predator <laughs> he looked like he was supposed to be on t-cap <laughs> yeah with uh with uh chris hansen hi i'm chris hansen yeah shout out to chris hansen i know you've been going through some tough times bro he has he did something like he was bouncing checks or something what and then he um he cheated on his wife with a 19 year old girl chris hansen going through it yeah i don't know if it's still going on but bro we got you i appreciate the work you've done yeah you've done some great work in the past and appreciate you to this day um but yeah this guy is really coming on strong like he pulls up to the diner and he's like hey do you guys need some help and the girls are like no you girls need a list someplace no thanks is, is that your car i saw broken down on the side of the road back there you know if you got a flat i got some stuff to fix it in the trunk uh, no thanks. We're okay. It's not safe out here, you know. Pretty girls like you. Hey, come on. Get in. He both are really, real pretty. Yeah, he is a crackhead. And then he gets out of the car. He's not a crackhead. He, he's feeding yes, for he girls. Is. He he's is. feeding for little girls, not not crack. <laughs> They run into the diner and hide behind, like, one of the counters or whatever. And he's still banging on the door. He's, like, trying to open it and trying to get in, like, so hard. Yeah, he's trying really hard. Like, dude, take no for an answer. Like, like, if they say they don't need help, don't scare them more. Just drive off. Dip. (laughs) Go on about your business. Yeah, deuces. Exactly. That's why he's a crackhead. Where did you get the crack from? Explain no. It to me. no, explain it. Go ahead. 
No, he doesn't actually have the crack. He's just someone like he's just like a goonie, like a crackhead, like like a person out there. Crackhead is someone who's addicted to crack. I mean that too, but then he's not a crackhead. <laughs> I'm calling him a crackhead. Anyways, then Spencer tells Ashley to give her her phone and they call Arthur and he and Spencer tells him to slide through. But not yet. Um next we see Arthur he finally made it to the Starlight Hotel. I don't even know how far this is from L.A. I feel like the girls have been driving all night. So yeah, for hours. How far away is this place? But um, he goes into the, um, the room they were in. He finds out they were there. He pays for the room. Dang, yeah. man. That's so, <laughs> he didn't have to do that. Yeah. Because it wasn't even like on anybody's bill or anything. Yeah. He also paid for the food, the candy bar. He's like three seventy five yeah, so for like candy bar. Seventy five dollars, yeah. <laughs> it was three seventy five. Oh wow! But yeah, they cut back to the diner. Dude's going crazy all over the diner. He's still banging on this door. <laughs> you don't got nothing else to do with your time, bro. Weren't you on your way somewhere? Why are you scaring these little girls, bro? I guess he sees them by themselves, and he thinks there's an opportunity here. Mm-mm. like how some people are that's like how it is on svu that's how it is <laughs> so you know yeah spencer calls arthur and tells him to slide through she tells him to slide so next chelsea and clay are in the hospital and they have their romantically awkward uh scene mm-hmm. at the hospital and clay brought flowers how sweet he did. He did. so sweet like they both deserve each other like they're so cute yeah, I originally forgot this scene, and I thought he was going to bring her a teddy bear like Ashley brought Spencer. Mm-hmm. But that works, too. Yeah. Um, Paula's looking on at them. Like, bitch, <laughs> give him a private moment. Stop. <laughs> She's through the glass, too. Like, we can see you, Paula. Oh, my gosh. Didn't even want to be discreet, did you? Why you got to lurk like that, Paula? Chelsea says she didn't want Clay's mom to find out about the pregnancy like this. He's like... It's cool. As long as you're okay, that's all that matters. That's all I care about. We'll figure it out together. Mm-hmm. That's about it, you know? They do this weird, she rubs his face and he kisses her hand thing. Yeah, that was cute, too. Aw. <laughs> it was cute. But they're back at the diner. Dude's still banging on the door. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's really scaring these little girls. Yo, you got to have the effort. You got to put the effort in. And the girls are getting mad scared. And all of a sudden you hear, Spencer! Spencer! And you hear that it's Arthur! Arthur! It's Arthur! He came through, he slid. Oh, He slid through. Yo. Yeah. He came through. And then Spencer runs to the door, jumps out, wraps her arms all the way around Arthur. Yeah. And he asks Ashley if she's okay. She's like, I'm okay, Mr. C. <laughs> And then Spencer thinks she's about to get scolded, but then Arthur drops this knowledge. Spence, I'm so sorry I've been there for you. I'm sorry that you felt like your home was a place that you couldn't be yourself. A place you had to get away from. But that stops right now. I'm going to protect you, both of you, the best way I can. But running away isn't the answer. I raised a fighter. I'll be damned if I'm going to let you prove me wrong. 
It's the best girlfriend that I've ever had. <laughs> Bro, he is so sweet. Like, A1. He's just, like, apologizing to Spencer for, like, yeah. not feeling safe in the house and having to run away and stuff and that they're all going to get through <sighs> it. And he just says some really sweet words. It's just like, warm fuzzies. It's warm fuzzies. <laughs> This is how it should be in the world, bro. This like, is how it should be. Like, why can't she go home? She's all out in diners now on the dirty <laughs> floors of a diner and random behind by LA, heads, bro. California. Just because she wasn't accepted for who she was. Yep. Yep. <sighs> and of course, that line, you're the best girlfriend's dad ever. No, yeah. you're the best girlfriend's dad I've ever had. I've ever had. Yep. That oh. was cute. So they get back home. Spencer, I didn't realize they were back at home initially, but they're in the driveway. Mm-hmm. And they realize they have to still deal with Paula. She ain't going nowhere. Yeah. She ain't going nowhere. nowhere. She, she ain't, ain't going, going nowhere. nowhere. <laughs> She's homophobic. <laughs> South and of nowhere Paula for life. tonight. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Let We're me stop. Let me, let me stop saying this lady is homophobic. I don't know her life. She I don't is, know. She, or she was. Well, I guess is, she was. is. Let me, okay. She is homophobic, but I don't want to make it seem like it's due to a lack of education. That's what it is. Like, she's just not doing this to be a hater because she wants to be a hater in life. She's doing she this still because. She is, though. To the, I still feel like Paula is just miseducated as she was brought up in a in a situation where. This is how she was told to treat people of the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. But Spencer's like, well, don't matter, whatever, you know, she'll have to accept it. And Ashley says, accept what? That I that love, I love you. you. Yeah, that was cute, too. Aww. That was cute. Then we see Paula at the door. She is here <gasps> to wreck the day. <gasps> oh, my gosh, Paula. It's Paula. Paul. Oh, my God. <laughs> Spencer goes to the door. Paula is absolutely ecstatic to see Spencer. She is almost peeing her pants <laughs> at the door. I thought I saw it. I thought I saw the puddle. <laughs> I thought I saw it. Oh, my it. gosh. Um, so then Spencer goes up and gives Paula a hug at the door. It's a huge hug. And Paula kisses her. And Ashley is looking on. And Paula makes eye contact with Ashley. <laughs> And she gives this girl the pootiest wave ever. Like <laughs> is a- Paula, Paula knew she didn't want to wave, but I feel like she had to because she made it's eye a contact. Fast wave. It's like <laughs> she did not want to wave. It's like that smile that people in the grocery store give you when they look at you when you see a stranger yeah. and they give that half smile. Yeah, like they don't want to smile, but they have yeah. to because you look it's at like them. Exactly. It looks like it's literally the half most half-assed wave I've seen in a long time. I can't yeah. think of one in, in real life even. Um okay. either you wave or you also, don't. Like go ahead. Was was this was this the parallel from last time when when Spencer got out the car before she said she was gonna tell her parents that she was gay and now she's getting out of the car and the way that Ashley was looking at her and now that she's getting out of the car I, like, I didn't see that as a parallel. I kinda did. She was just getting out of the car. You gotta get out of the car sometime. You got you know. <laughs> I, I walk into my apartment every day. Doesn't mean it's a parallel to the previous day. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I kind of saw it as a parallel. So once they give these half-assed waves, <laughs> Spencer goes into the house, and we get our Thomas W. lunch. 
Now, that was a quick review. So, Nisi, what was your favorite line from this episode? Oh, um... (laughs) There it is. There it is. (laughs) No, I know it's going to be the same as yours because it's... It's the one where Ashley said, you're the best girlfriend's dad I've ever had. You know what? I picked two of them, so I knew you were going to choose that one, so I picked another one. Oh, my gosh. I love when Spencer says, I'm just so happy to be away from everyone. Just you, me, and the donuts. And she clutches <laughs> the donuts to her chest. And those look like the most, like, those aren't even Krispy creams, yo. Those are those little Hostess ones that, uh, shout out to Hostess. I like y'all, but I'm just saying, like, they're not the best donuts. Yeah. They're just like, you know, the little dollar fifty pack, whatever, donuts. But Spencer apparently ate four of them. So when you're on the road and you got no food. But they, they went to, um, they had some cups in the, um, the cup holders, too. So they ate somewhere. Wait, how do they get money? Maybe they had cash. Maybe they had cash. We'll just assume they had cash. I, I'm pretty sure Ashley be having money. Yeah, we're going to do that. <laughs> if you could call this episode anything else besides objects maybe closer than they appear, what would you call it? So I actually just thought of another one, cause, but my original one, I would call this one, even though it has already been a title for something, I feel like this would be more appropriate. I would call this one Alone Together because they were alone together on the road for like most of the episode instead of just that episode. And the one that I just thought of, I guess it's (laughs) kind of like this episode, but I would call it Roadside Assistance because they needed help with their car because of that behind tumbleweed that broke it. Dude, it was made of barbed wire and steel, that tumbleweed. It was made out of like metal and like <laughs> that tumbleweed was like you rocks. think you think you got a full tank of gas and you about to go hit the road. <laughs> you think you about to go somewhere? No, you know what? Paula sent that barbed wire tumbleweed. She down sent there that to hunt to... them down. <laughs> Paula was like, you know, listen. Like she called the D gayer last week. She's she like, probably listen. made the the made the tumbleweed like <laughs> that hard so it would break the car. Nah, she she would have been out there with it. She would have had to call the tumbleweed and be like, "Listen, you off today? <laughs> and listen, I got this job you for today? you. I got, I got this side job, job for you. I no, this lady, this little girl, this gay girl just took my child. <laughs> I need you to go bust this tire. Do whatever you can to this tire, but just bust it down." Oh my god, we're so wild. Um <laughs> my retitle would probably be special set of skills because Arthur has a special set of skills that he uses <laughs> to go find these girls. Arthur's on a mission. Super Arthur. Yeah. Something with Arthur because Arthur took time out of his day and went on a fact-finding mission to find these girls. He stole cell phones. <laughs> He he followed. He visited leads. motels. Yeah. yeah, he followed the lead from the cell phone that he stole, and then he went into the hotel. They'd already left, but he realized they were already there. And then I don't even know he must have got the call from Spencer as he was leaving the motel, and then he was like, "Okay, got you." Arthur could be a detective, like he could be on CSI or something, because he solved yeah, he, the case yeah, without he, the police. <laughs> yeah, he could be on like another show that's not SVU because he ain't that strong. You know what I mean? <laughs> On SVU, you got to be elite. You got to be an elite detective to be on SVU. Oh, my gosh. He's, he's good, but he's not. He's a beginner. <clears throat> he's new. He's new to the game. Be a beat cop for, you know, short time. <laughs> and then we'll see. We'll, we'll evaluate him and we'll see where he's at. 
and then we'll decide since he's good at finding teenagers we'll decide mm-hmm. if we want to move him up to detective at svu oh he might gosh. come in be an intern for a little bit so he can <laughs> kind of feel the ropes feel it out see if it's something he wants to do and then we'll talk to olivia see what's up if she likes him she'll bring him on in add him to the team all right you took it to a whole nother level like yeah. no one asked for all that nobody asked for all that I asked for that. What so what else we got? What else do we do? Oh, yes, right. We have a webisode. Yeah. Roadside attraction. So I didn't do any notes for this. I kind of just watched it like three times. So give me, give me like something. Um, give me a startup of what they do in this Oh, I'm going to give you the whole thing because I got the whole thing. Do it. I dare you. So, <laughs> I dare you. So Spencer has to, okay, they're pulled over on the side of the road and Spencer has to go to the bathroom, but she can't go in the bushes and the trees. I put the crying laughing emoji and she's like, she's holding it. She's like, oh my gosh, I have to go so bad. And she's afraid of the snakes and the holes and stuff in the ground and in the trees and stuff. So she's freaking out. She's like, I have to go. I can't hold it. Like, blah, blah, blah. And she's also like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing here? Like, and Ashley's like, we're running away. We're living our dream. And Ashley says that she's so brave because Spencer actually goes back to the bushes to, like, do her business. And Yeah, but before she does it, uh, Ashley hands her, like, from the floor, like, one of their old hamburger wrappers to wipe Yeah, with. so she could wipe I'm herself. Like, that's nasty. <laughs> that is gross. That like, is all nasty. that grease and food and stuff in your lady business. Forget the grease and food. It was on the floorboards of the car. So your feet, people's feet have been there. They probably stepped in poop and stuff, and then they get in the car. I feel like the grease is just as worse. Just as bad. I mean, I'm saying that's one thing, but what about the other thing of, yeah. like... Not to mention, it's a hamburger wrapper. It's probably not soft at all. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just Ugh. thinking about it, the cuts this something. girl's going to get. <laughs> but, yeah, not she funny. does that. She does that, and uh, Ashley looks at the camera, and she's like, Spencer, you're so brave. She does and say, I hear, love you, Spencer. She just say, I love yeah. you. You're the bravest person I know. Mm-hmm. And then you hear Spencer scream in the background loud AF, <laughs> and she comes running back to the car, and she said she saw a gopher. A fugly gopher. <laughs> Says it's <Spencer>. fugly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was really cute. It was really cute. I'm surprised it that. It was. Uh, well, I guess I Ashley it. always has her camera with her. But I would have been like, well, Spencer did say, don't film this. But I wouldn't have wanted to film that at all. <laughs> <laughs> but Ashley does. So I love those two. I wish I was on the road with them. <laughs> Probably so you can give them directions and stuff. Well, hopefully they don't throw out the map and then we got to go chase it down. Yep. God, (laughs) she really wanted them to be lost. So next week, guys, next week has everything. Okay. (laughs) We are going to be talking about love and war and love and war. Oh. And the webisode will be hearts. But Love and War and Love and War is actually a pretty good one. Um, It deals with the sport of paintball. (laughs) So we will be giving the play-by-play on everything that happens. Oh, my god! From the best kills to the friendly fires (laughs) to everything. So keep a lookout for that. We'll be posting that next Friday. Um, Keep sending out your, um, your, your messages to us. If you guys would like to read, look for us to read them on air. We will be doing that. But we will see you guys next week when we talk about love and war and love and war. Thank you for joining us this week. 
We will see you next week. My name is Nettie Smith, and my sister's name is... Nisi Smith. Hear you next week. We definitely will. Bye-bye, guys. Bye. Especially when things start getting real. Oh, my gosh. Get ready for, like, two-hour episodes in the future. Dude, season two? Boy. Boy. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.